You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. grind the hardcore podcast i'm patrick i'm bob and i am tom and we are uh in in uh disparate uh places today we are all That's over right. uh all over the known world uh, perhaps also uh atlas incognita or atlas atlas obscura wh- whichever one is the unknown world perhaps we were there mm. as well uh <clears throat> And uh, before we move any further, uh, let's uh, give a shout out to our sponsors. Thank you. I'm reporting live from a uh, rented minivan right now. So uh, from the rented minivan of my heart, thank you to Convulse Records. Oh, yeah. Thank you to To Live a Lie. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Thank you to Closed Casket Activities. Mm Mm-hmm. And thank you to Run for Cover Records. Hell yeah. So we usually do this little shout out. Let's, I'm going to try to think maybe, you know, kind of off the cuff here, uh, just something nice, random, or that comes to mind when you think of these folks. Uh, Convulse Records, shout out to Adam and folks. Uh, someone broke into their storage unit. What the fuck? Um, yeah, broke into the storage unit. They run the label out of, stole some stuff. So he's like, damn, some order's going to have missing stuff. You know how this benevolent, crazy, wonderful human is? You know how he responds? He's like, oh, so if something's missing from your order, I'm going to refund it and send you some random stuff, too. Oh, That's so cool. Mm-hmm. That out convulse. Um, it's also, let's, people for, people forget, because I don't know how common it is anymore, getting random stuff, even if it was like the 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 cutout bin stuff, was always a joy. You know, yeah. <laughs> whenever, whenever mail order would say mm-hmm. like, well, yeah. We've been sitting, we've been sitting on this pale head CD for four years. Here you go. You go, you go. Thank you. My, uh, my state of the cool. nation long sleeve from revelation is one of my prized rev items. So, uh, thanks for that free in the mail order in 99, maybe, <laughs> um, shout out to will to live a lie. They vended at the static, uh, shock. Is it static shock? Not static shock. Um, what are you asking? Uh, right now? Hold on, my brain. Hold on, hold on. This is this is the old man. Brain. Uh, there was a big weekend this past weekend in Raleigh. Static shock, toxic state, but it's not that one. Which one is it? It's I'm, the I'm hold Google. on the record store. It's really good. Come on, help. Let's see who finds it first. My I'm brain looking. is hurting. Sorry, state. So sorry, state. Mm. It's sorry, state. Thank you. Will was at Sorry State, and uh, they killed it. And posted some cool photos. Posted a photo with Felix Havoc from Havoc Records, and that's cool, too. So shout out to To Live a Lie. Uh, let's see. Run for Cover. Jeff at Run for Cover has been posted posted his Spotify. And only surprisingly to people who don't know the dude, it was almost exclusively heavy music. That dude who puts out uh, soft as a feather, light as a pillow music sometimes, 
uh, secretly heavy music aficionado. Love it. Mm. And uh, yo, you know who's not secretly a heavy music aficionado? Not secretly, Justin Loudon, aka Dusty Cloudon, aka the finest five one eighter left in the building. Uh, close casket activities. Uh, he pried open the the secret jar for us the other week. He's got some yeah. cool stuff coming up. Full full stop. Some and I got a is... confirmation on one because I saw one person mm. the other day, and they confirmed. So it's fucking big. Yeah, yo, Very shout excited. out, shout out, close casket activities, 2023, 2024, 2020 infinity. Shout out, uh, guys. How you doing? How you feeling? Good. Just got back from uh, a trip to Jakarta. Uh, I just got, got back at... from band practice. Oh, mm. like there you go. Uh, and I went to a hardcore show yesterday that I could talk about. We want to hear about oh, that. I've, got, I've, I've got hardcore shows to talk about. You've got hardcore shows to talk about. Uh, Bob, Doing you got good. any hardcore shows to talk about? Uh, you, the ones you guys went to. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Uh, how much you guys know about Jakarta? Not a little much. bit. Heard it's heard it's uh, described by locals as uh, okay, but there's many finer Southeast Asian cities. Is that correct? <laughs> so, yeah, I went. I uh, I have to re up my visa in Australia. And, what kind of visa uh, is that? What's the formal term for it? So, I am. I thought I was on a, still on a tourist visa. As it turns out, this is of interest to nobody. As it turns out, uh, when I got hassled at the border uh, or at the customs this morning, I'm still on my uh, temporary work visa that I had from touring Australia. So uh, mm. they wanted to harass me and then said, uh, oh, sorry. And I said, oh, sorry. And they said, uh, yes, you are. Uh, we will harass you next time. And I said, okay, thanks. Um so and, and and I I'm listen to the customs agent uh, that listens to all my podcasts. Uh, I am partially to blame. I came in really hot today. It was two a.m. Uh, I was, you know, when you assume the worst of an exchange, so you come in nasty and then you make it the worst. It's right, self, like, I'm out of order. You're out of order. This whole yeah, damn yeah, system's yeah. out of order. <laughs> Yeah, so, so I came in and the guy asked me a very simple question. Uh, di- he didn't mean shit by it. Your name Patrick like, Clanel, and you're like, "Fuck you, your mother." Everybody <laughs> looks like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I came in hot, and it was unnecessary, and I almost made more problems for myself than I needed. Um, mm, but I have a question for you, Pat. Before we continue, yes, that will dovetail with my review of the show I went to. Please, are you actually related to Kate? Oh wait, yes, you are. Yes, cousins cousins because she yeah. posted like so i feel like you have done us a disservice because we talk about 108 like with such glowing terms that mm-hmm. i feel like we should have been up front being like there is some blood <laughs> bias <laughs> that like you know i got you know for full transparency you know like when they're like you know fucking rolling yeah. stone has a is a murdoch company so we can't talk whatever the fuck yeah, yeah. Well, disclosures yeah so I don't think she would mind me saying this. Uh, so far as I know, Kate's relationship w- with her father is is a complex one, and uh, uh, it's not like we were vacationing together. You, did you, you know, know right? you were related, or did it take you a minute? Like, because you probably knew her as Kate Wade or Kate Ready for yes the majority yes. of the time. 
uh, I did not find out until you did that ABC show. Been, like you did like the roots of your family and they're like, no, 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 I, I think I might've been working at, at EVR at the time. And, yeah. uh, oh, so it's been a while. Story. I, I, I approached her and said, Hey, I think we're related. Uh, and she said, how, and, she goes, and Who the fuck I is? said, your, your father is my father's cousin. And she, she just said, Oh, I don't speak to my father. And then like went and got more potato salad or whatever. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like it, it was not like, well, how did you like find a, that out? I don't recall. I honestly, I don't yeah. remember. Cause my, cause my well, parents well, didn't, my parents didn't know. Um, so, so let's, let's do this though. Really quick. Pat, between your maternal and paternal sides, you're related to half upstate New York. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, right? Is yeah. uh, it, it, my father, my father's side is is extensive. Like my father has, I don't know, seven great grandchildren. To give you an idea of how, like you know, it, it it's a it, it's a big family. Prolific. So, it's prolific. Yeah. So, uh, his cousin uh, is so. For you this is Albany lore, everybody. My father makes the papers a couple times in his life for criminal activity. His cousin makes the paper, or used to. I I think he's in the uh, later stages of his, of his life now. Uh, but his his cousin used to make the paper every few weeks because he was Albany's premier uh, attorney, and yes. it was it was kind of uh, you know I couldn't win dueling banjos pulled, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and and if I got pulled over by 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 cops in a car or whatever, it there was no way to win. Because they either know, they either know my father, or they know the guy that uh, has beat them in court on like you know somebody, like somebody who who uh, family annihilated and 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 he got them, he got them yeah. six months probation or whatever you know. Right. So, uh, so that's why you went as Pat Picavi for all those years because you really yeah, like, oh, yeah exactly get out of here. That's why I him, and, him and his French roommate. That's right. They, that's they right. were going yeah. by that name for a long time, that, which yeah. came up again recently. Just like the French guy, the, he's not French. So uh, French anyway. he's not French. Is one of my favorite Axe the Grind uh, quotes. So let's keep Hold that on. going. Roll out. We do know Pierre. <laughs> you can be named Pierre without being French, right? We all know mm, this. I don't think so. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, maybe like a little bit French, though, right? It's like as yeah, as well, the members of Jail said, we're not Italian, but we are from New Jersey. So, like, you know, one percent. Right. Did you meet anybody God, named Pierre in Jakarta, Pat? No, I did not. Uh-huh. Uh, but le- okay, so let me back talk to Jakarta. about yeah, Jakarta. Yeah, Jakarta. Jakarta. So Jakarta. I go, so, Jakarta. I to, so I go to Jakarta uh, to my Australian handlers that listen to my podcast. Uh, I have every intention of getting a partnership visa. Uh, it, it is a process. Thank you for your concern. Do they have uh, a dossier? So, Do people actually listen? Uh. The customs guy will sit me down and say, so I see uh, you're a musician. And I say, that's right. And he'll say, that's Murder your job. Church? And, and I'll say, that's one no. of my jobs. And he'll say, what about Axe to Grind? And I'll be like, that's right. What are you, my, my, my fucking IRS? You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> hey, hey, 80s March Madness. Where, where's the next step? He's like, what's going <laughs> on? You guys, yeah. just, you're dragging your feet. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh so listen, going for the partnership pizza, but I had to, I had to, uh, I, I had to leave and come back. So 
Uh, go to Jakarta. I did not realize that there was going to be a show this weekend. Uh, Justice just hit me with a text and uh, when he was in Australia talking about how much he enjoyed Australia and what a nice life decision I made. Because uh, mm. Australia does have a... Uh, uh, they did not play Perth. They played the East Coast. But Australia has a really, really good vibe. If you're from the United States, it comes off much less stressful than the United States. So anytime somebody's here... They they typically will tell me, damn, spot is nice. You did a good job. So Justice hits me, Justice hits me with one of those texts. And we just bullshitting about what we got coming up and all this. And and uh I say, Yeah, I gotta go to Jakarta. Uh and he says, Whoa, whoa. He says, We're, we're playing. And I said, What day? Blah, blah blah. It all lined up. So Whoa, oh, I love this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so I go to an angel damn, dust show. Shorty. Okay. Yeah, damn shorty. So I go to an Angel Dust show uh in Jakarta. Uh and shout out to everybody who said hello. I did not expect I expected somebody to look at me because I was the only white guy in the room, but I did not expect uh I did not expect more than one person to recognize me. But uh apparently uh apparently pure noise does their job and uh the Patty got recognized. Drug- yeah, I got recognized. A bunch of it's like a scene out of Indiana Jones. Patrick's walking down the street and small children are pointing out. Self-defense. Self-defense family. Self-defense family. I, I was actually, I was really surprised that there was a, a lot of people knew me from self-defense, which I did never anticipate. Uh, but uh, it was uh, really nice. Everybody was really nice. Uh, I mm. almost, I only people don't don't understand jakarta has some of the worst traffic uh in the world and uh i just wanted to point this out i i did write the entire way there yeah i took a i walked took a train and walked total walking time 25 minutes maybe uh but that's there's no it's not a pedestrian city in any way there's no sidewalks you are always kind of touching the side of a truck w- when you're walking. Um so I'm I'm alive, I arrive, I'm across the street from the venue, I can see kids, I'm ready to step into the street. I'm looking the correct way on a one-way street. I'm looking at the only mm. direction traffic would be reasonably coming on a one-way street. I step mm. into the street because there's a, there's okay, nobody's coming. Let's go. Uh and I can't really describe how chaotic the roadways are, but just picture it in your head. Like, right. You know, like somebody did, a, 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 somebody uh, reprogrammed Frogger to, to be uh, like a troll game where you can't win, you know? And that, mm. that, that, that's, that's what it felt like. So I'm looking in the correct direction. I step into the traffic uh, <clears throat> and a guy uh, runs over my shoe and. Whoa. Car he bike. was going the wrong way on a one-way street and I, there was no way for me to anticipate i mean the way to anticipate would be me you look both ways but looking both ways yes uh something you tell children and really i should have done but uh i'm keeping my eyes on the prize of cars are coming that way i did not expect to do it on a scooter uh to almost d- d- uh, dislocate my kneecap uh, wow. <laughs> coming the opposite way but all good, whatever. Uh, cross the street. Uh, I'm the white guy in the room. Uh, but uh, in the parking lot, 
somebody recognizes me who a, a very nice guy who I've met in New York. Uh, he travels a bit, by the way, a lot of, that's a cool scene. There's a lot of people in bands and there's more touring in Jakarta than I would ever think. The, the, the these bands. Uh, it's get, so impressive. So impressive. It, it, listen, we're going to talk about, uh, the following day, I, I met up with somebody I met at the show, uh, uh, Gaga, who who uh, he, he he plays in a band called Modern Guns. Uh, mm. They've got they've got kind of like a defeater touche sort of sound, and they'll play in front of two thousand kids in Jakarta. Two thousand. I was trying to explain to him that that's that's bigger than than any band in the United States outside of. Uh, you know, turnstile and, and knocked loose. Turnstile, knocked loose. Uh, sure, sure, sure. And, and so, uh, but you know, he he he's very moderngunsbandcamp.com for everybody out there. Moderngunsbandcamp.com. Yeah, cool. Uh, and so they'll play in front of two thousand kids. They play the big festivals. Uh, they managed to do a uh, twenty day uh, uh, Indonesian tour, which. You got to understand to our Indonesian listeners that are hearing this right now and thinking that we sound like fucking total idiots. I'm sorry. Uh, the average American doesn't know shit about Indonesia. And if, if you told me that, you, like, I could not believe that you could do 18 shows, 20 day tour in, in Indonesia, but you can, it has one of the biggest populations in the world. So it makes sense, but it's just not, a, it's not a ton of landmass, you know? So right. at any rate, say that again. Right. No, I missed you. So roll out. Uh, we, we, we go around. Uh, I needed help. <clears throat> it was immensely helpful uh, because I needed to pick up electronics. By the way, Jakarta has 32 million people in the uh, metro area. So uh, if you, if you count. So, metro so, area, so Texas and a metro area, Jesus. Yes. Exactly. I mean, bigger than, bigger than uh, Australia's population in just this uh, region of Indonesia. So, uh, the, the city itself, I think has 11 million. The Metro area has 32, uh, just a massive, yeah, really. That that population density is almost incomprehensible to, uh, most Americans, most Westerners I'd bet. So yes, a hundred percent. And so here's what I, uh, uh, you know, I thought, Okay, I need to buy a specific piece of electronics that is not available in Perth, which has a metro area of two million people. Uh, can mm. I find this in Jakarta? Super Mario Brothers yes. three. Yes, you can find you can find anything. You can find anything in Jakarta because thirty two million people means that uh, people, uh, you know, there's just a they got it. Anything. Would so, you have to buy? I'm curious. Are you allowed to a, say an, an an Oculus Quest two for my stepson? Did you get it? I did, yeah. Oh, okay. hell yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And so they don't have really that. Cool. I mean, I feel like that's like a thing you can find places. They just don't have enough. Uh, per- Perth is Perth is sold out. I would have to wait a week and a half. So, well, you just go to Jakarta and buy it. Yeah. Uh, how's the price? But uh, the U.S. dollar is very strong against the Indonesian rupee at the moment, so uh, I killed it. Uh, in unless oh, the yeah. guy handed Love me, to, uh, unless he handed me a box of. of uh, uh, of bricks, uh, bricks in, yeah. in which case it's not what is that usually like 300 bucks us Oculus Quest? uh yeah 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 Something um so so anyway um i want to talk about the show a little bit uh please 
so uh, I'm trying to think of who played. Um, Angel Dust. Angel Dust played. Yeah, they did. But I'm trying. I'm trying to uh, do do the uh, lineup. Um, Please do. For, forgive me on the on the opening band. I was in the parking lot t- talking to some people. I apologize. But uh, Bleach was playing when I walked in, and uh, really interesting sound. It was like um, to me. To me, it was like uh, demise with with kind of uh, modern metal parts on occasion, like or groove metal parts on occasion. Um, like obviously taking a lot from new from the harder side of new york and maybe maybe a tiny bit of cleveland um but uh f- fun set and then uh zip played and i think for our listeners zip would probably be a no brainer uh that more people should people should check out uh what struck me was the universal language of glue by ssd um, oh yeah, yeah. Sure. it it doesn't matter where you're from it, does, it we're all speaking the we're all speaking glue uh it's an og it's an og fight ref man it's guttural everybody feels it, it, it. grabs you uh so they did uh uh pretty sure they did an af song too but i was in the i was in the back uh, mm. uh talking mm-hmm. to uh, angel dust but but the uh but uh Saw them play glue. I think, like I said, everybody check out Zip. I I think that that's one. I check out Bleach too, of course. But I I think for our listeners, uh, Zip would really would really pop. Uh, and, and Pat, Bob, let me just interrupt you for one second. I'm going to like I tried to find the flyer for the show to see if like we could give the first band their props, or whatever. Yeah. And sure. there's a, the Angel Dust posted a photo. Someone's wearing a a Shore style sim, like style shirt, but it's Jakarta yeah. style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same color and everything. It's fucking awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, that's the homie. We got a homie over there. Shout out. Yeah, he's got a band. It's really good. Damn. Yo, shout out. Oh, I'm forgetting his name, but he's an OG Shore Style, Shore Style International. The card is number one. Love it. There's some Tokyo style shirts too, but the card of maybe. Maybe a little little bit. I mean, Jakarta. Listen, both great places, uh, and really, really good scene. Uh, I was okay. So everybody, this is more ignorance on my part. Just bear with me. Uh, it's a high ticket price, so like relative to the income in um, in Jakarta, so or in Indonesia. So I thought, oh, maybe the kids in uh, Still Broken opened up the set uh, or open, op- opened up the show. Um, cool. So Still Broken. Uh, Still broken. Can't can't say how they sounded because I, I was outside, but the merch was cool. Um, so uh, I thought maybe oh maybe hardcore heroes for kind of uh, the upper class almost right. But I was talking to Gaga about this, and he was explaining no, uh, most of the kids are 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 uh, kind of broke. It, they're but what you can do is, and I guess you do this in the U.S. on festivals. Uh, you. Uh, pay in increments, right? So you pay you you pay six dollars. Oh, sure, 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 oh, sure. So so they got to announce shows early so that uh, kids can uh, payment plan it up. You like down six payment. Damn, man. whatever. And uh, be- well, because here's the interesting thing is, you know, w- when I say uh, 
modern guns plays in front of 2000 people. That's true. And that's a huge achievement, but, but they're playing for an Indonesian audience that, uh, and it's a touring act. So those, those, uh, those tickets are relatively low ticket costs to us. Whereas angel dust or any international band, uh, right. It's a big, it's a big price. Yeah. Big price. So, uh, one thing that I had never experienced. Uh, here's a question for you two fellas. Do you believe that you have attended every, you've seen every permeation or every variation on a hardcore show that is that up till this point in human history? It, would you, it, it sounds like a bold statement, but we've also been around a long time, been to a lot of shows. Would anything shock you in terms of show format or show, um, uh, anything related to a show? Do you feel like you could be see something you hadn't seen before? The only thing mm. it was like if it was like you know an evening with Madball and it was just Madball playing, <laughs> yeah, <that would> <laughs> like you know, like Metallica weird. would do that. That would be the only thing. Like we've like seen one band shows. Yeah, we've seen nobody in VFW halls. We've seen nobody in clubs. We've seen packed yeah. VFW halls. We've seen packed VF clubs, and we've seen um, yeah. hardcore bands playing fucking arenas places. Like there's no. Inside, outside, small show, dust bowl, this, that, uh, backyards, bridges, alleyways, yeah, bridges, everything. I will say this. I'll say this. Um, I thought about it and I wanted to say no. Yes, there's no, there's got to be something out there. I like Tom's answer. At The idea of Madball doing a storytellers, like VH1 storytellers style show, like in between sets, Freddie's sitting on a stool, he's like, all right, this one's about a time. Guy owed me some money. And, uh, well, let's just play this track. And it's like, whoa. I um, would, well, Axagrind will sponsor that if we can make that happen. Uh, yo, look, here's the thing we will sponsor it. Tickets are $100. Madball keeps 75 bucks a ticket. We'd all make bank. Everybody's paying to see that show. Everybody wants oh, to yeah. see it. People are going nuts. Anyways, um, so no, we haven't seen Sorry. Uh, but there was a second for, for how you were speaking and setting this up. And I didn't want to spoil it. Um, when I've been to shows internationally, and I've been a, f- a few, not a crazy amount. Uh, Mexico city, Guadalajara struck me. There was kind of just a different energy in there, but then I was like, ah, you know what? That one show was kind of like a show I went to in Albuquerque. So yeah, I largely, yes, we've seen, it feels as though I've seen almost every permutation. And in terms of, uh, uh, sponsors of shows, right? Like, uh, like, uh, uh, you know, not corporate necessarily, but, uh, uh, business cosigns on, uh, sure. shows. Uh, uh, we think we've probably seen it all, but by the time that the scion era had come and passed, uh, it, it felt like, okay, so boxy cars are now, uh, sponsoring hardcore shows. I've seen it all. Uh, mm-hmm. I had a new experience. I had a new experience in Jakarta. When you buy your ticket, they hand you a pack of cigarettes. Wow. Never okay. never experienced that. Was that an all-ages show? <laughs> you know what? I think it was an all-ages show. Wow. How, how, are the, how are the smokes? You 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 down? You getting a new brand or what? No, I I, I declined, although <laughs> although uh somebody uh who who was on tour with Angel Dust was <laughs> One of the angel dust guys was like, I never smoke, but they just, they're so free. 
<laughs> They're so free. But uh oh, cigarettes yeah, they're free. Mm. I'd never seen any shit like this. Uh everybody in Jakarta does smoke, so I guess it I guess it's congruent in some way, but I'd never been offered We played uh, Germany where everybody smokes and they ain't handing out fucking Yeah, packs of cigarettes. Yeah, it, listen, but also I mean in in Perth, uh, I forget what the tax on cigarettes is, but I'm often uh, in line behind people at the grocery store buying cigarettes. I think you'd have to be, you'd have to be independently wealthy to smoke here. You know what I mean? Like, Same thing like, in New York. Ta- Good yeah. taxes are fucking insane. Packing so, cigarettes in New York are like twelve bucks, thirteen bucks. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Some along those lines. Because it's tax- cost pack of cigarettes. You might be able to make, and this is for our friends at Customs, you might be able to make a run of this. This is like uh, the old North Country uh, bootleg market where you could be driving to, uh, you know, the the Customs, the duty-free and getting Canadian cigarettes and bring them down. You could be going to Jakarta and getting them free cigs and importing them into Earth and just that little side hustle, Mr. Side Hustle over here. Well. In in Australia, in Western Australia, they are thirty dollars US for a pack. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, everybody, look into quitting if that's your lifestyle. But yeah, look uh, into quitting, Jesus. So uh, that I had never seen that before. Uh, the energy at the show was great. Uh, the the people were great. Everybody was there to have a good time. Felt like a great scene. The and you know I'd heard this from the dudes in Anxious. I'd heard I'd heard this from from people that had uh, been recently that Jakarta just rules, and it it's uh not wrong. Um, uh, I learned a lot. If anybody has any questions about Jakarta, uh, everybody wants to go during uh uh our win uh Northern Hemisphere winter because that uh, summer is presumably when a lot of people would want to do. Australia, which is kind of absurd because Australia in the summer is unlivably hot, but that's mm-hmm. okay. So, but you don't want to be in, I'd rather be in Australia in February than, than the United States. So I get it. But what I thought was interesting was, uh, they, they can't actually, uh, get very many permits to do shows because, uh, or any international shows because, uh, uh, they have, they have an election coming up and, oh. uh, I guess things are a little fraught, but, uh, it it's just one of those circumstances where uh they're just you're not a priority and as we've seen from places like singapore uh in recent history that have had a real problem uh with um uh sort of some, uh, some bands getting jammed up on immigration stuff uh it, some bands getting basically shaken down um mm. it, it uh uh th- there's there's situations like for example i learned um if drug church was to play Malaysia, for example, uh, and the Philippines as well, we would probably have to, they want, they were talking about having us play as self-defense. Uh, mm. and the reason, the reason for that is because, uh, having drug in your name is, uh, oh, right. frowned upon. Yeah. Frowned upon mm. in a place where they, uh, they kill you for, for you that, could be DC. Like when like WSOU yeah. Seton Hall used to be like, they wouldn't say most precious mm-hmm. blood. They'd go the artist formerly known as indecision. Yeah. That's I right. mean, that's, that's, uh, right. that's what, uh, so we're going to have to do some shit like that, but at any rate, 
Or a self-defense uh, family just tours there. Drug I mean, well, you could do like a combo home. thing and just you could be like the David Koresh mm-hmm. and then everyone else is just, you know, changes around I, you. I was <laughs> I was thinking uh, we should probably uh, uh, do that whole region as much as neither band. I, I don't think wants to play with each other, not because there's any beef, just because it's, no, it's no. like, it, it, but uh I think that uh, that would probably make the most financial sense. But anyway, so um, so I got it. 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 So the guys from uh, Drug Church are like, "Hey, this is going to work out really well for us. We got the idea for you. When we do this tour, we're going to have our our friend come along. Uh, you and him are going to split money, so you'll get all the self defense money and then half the Drug Church money you'd normally get. Um, and you're like, oh, who's that? And they're like, oh, it's our friend Sammy, Sammy Hagar. Oh. Thinking for drug church. Yeah. Would yeah, you well, would you act? Like, would you say okay? Sammy Hagar can sing for drug church. One hundred percent in Southeast anybody, Asia. Okay, all right, all right. Any, anybody who's seen drug church knows that anybody can sing for drug church. It's, Man, it's, look it's at that! Look, you, you, you're like slight dissing him and yourself at the same time. Like you're at least the Sammy Hagar level singer, right? No, listen, it's just it's not it's not heavy lifting. I'm going to say that, uh, but so. Uh, my time in Jakarta was great. Uh, I spent time with nice people. Um, I did not expect at all to be, uh, to, to connect with anybody just because, uh, you know, it's in a city of 30, uh, in a metro area of 32 million people. Uh, I expected to be very anonymous, but, uh, as I said, I was, I think the only white face I, I said, is there any other whites in here? And somebody said, I thought I saw a guy. <laughs> but, I, but I didn't. I didn't, I, I didn't see and they pointed the at justice, guy. and they're like, "Oh, I know that yeah. guy already." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, really, really wonderful people, and uh, what looks like a really strong scene. And uh, how big was the show? If you don't mind me asking, general ballpark. Oh, uh, I don't know. People? At least two hundred. It felt like cool. Um, yeah, and it That's felt awesome. like. Uh, but it could have been more than that, honestly. I I was. Yeah, you're I not was very good state. at this. No, I'm not very good at this. Uh, you know what? Let's say 300 because I I was uh, I was on stage watching the band and I, my angle was not great. But if it felt uh, a good sized room, actually, yeah, I have no judge because it was a very good sized room and it felt full. So I, I have no fucking idea. But it's so um, fucking cool, man. That is so cool. It, it, so did it the was, cynical hearts out there? Go ahead. I mean, it was just it was awesome to see. Uh, my impression, uh, is that Jakarta puts on for anything that comes through town because it, it feels, it feels vetted. You know what I mean? It feels mm-hmm. like it's only there because it's something, it's stuff people want. So, so, That's so cool. uh, so people come, uh, you know, financially, maybe it would be, a, maybe it would be a hassle to have three, three shows of that size a month. That's, I could see that being a problem, but, uh, if you get an opportunity, to uh go to jakarta uh, uh, as a band uh it seems completely worth it um i'm surprised i don't see maybe other bands don't have podcasts but i'm shocked that i don't hear other bands talking about it because it just <laughs> it, it, it was just such a it left such an impression on me everything from everything from the fucking free cigarettes uh to the uh just kind of like positivity coming off of people you know when, when you've got uh, uh, like Daniel from it, from uh, Angel Dust, uh, stage diving and moshing uh, f- for the the Jakardin, uh, uh version of Glue. Uh, mm. y- y- you just f- you feel like you're uh, 
you, you feel like hardcore is doing it right, you know. You just you just saved the travel bureau of Jakarta quite a bit of money. The uh, glowing endorsement of from the free cigarettes to the positivity, Jakarta. <laughs> It's yours, the world. Um, yo, so uh, just to the cynical hearts, I want to say, because um, there's a part of me that's like, oh, somebody might be like, oh, I'm going to Jakarta. I'm going to be this weird place. My, my seat's moving all around. Um, why am I going to go to a, an angel dust show? You know? Yo, fuck that. Listen to this. I think when you were talking about meeting new people, I've had that experience at different shows I've been at in a faraway place. And it's always like, Super positive, just super positive. So, it's so much fun to go to like see so somebody cool. that you know somewhere mm-hmm. else. Like I got to see Sick oh, yeah. in Dublin. Oh yeah, like, that's great. When people go like, when you walk in and go, "Hey man, what the fuck are you doing here?" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I saw you in Brooklyn last night. It's so much. It's cool just to kind of see the response. It's like it's a different show. It's awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, it's so cool. Let Let me also say, uh, Angel Dust has a new record out yes. that. Uh, there, there was some kerfuffle with, uh, vinyl. So, so, uh, there was a tiny bit of vinyl delay, which is why I'm, I, I am chalking that up to why I haven't heard this yet. Not that I would buy it on vinyl, but that just that the conversation would be, uh, the conversation would reach me in a different way. You know what I mean? So, Mm. uh, I, today it is on my agenda to listen to the new angel dust because, uh, I don't know how often we talk about it. They're a very good live band. Um, they are absolutely. Uh, in addition to having some tracks, they, they, they're just they're just good. And uh, I mean, potentially, I'm potentially. Uh, look, I, it's hard for me to say this. It's it's like on the heels of of Trapped Under Ice, who was generationally important. <laughs> I'm not trying to low sell Angel Dust because I actually think this is going to tie into a game we're doing next recording or in a couple weeks on an episode. So I'm not going to do it. Angel Dust is generationally important, but that might be low selling how great their live show is. It's great. It's really good. When they decide really to turn it on. I mean, you know, uh, we did talk about this at the Sound and Fury, whatever it was two years ago. Uh, we went in, all all of us, everybody who was in our house with us, we were like, man, I don't know. Is Angel Dust going to own the day? How's their set going to be? Uh, you know, and I don't want to say we were like low on it. We just were curious. We weren't sure. There was no doubt left afterwards. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, have no fear. Justice and Angel Dust are here. They, they stomped. They stomped. So, yeah. Um, big shout out. And they st- they stomped Jakarta, so so it it was uh yeah I I, I uh, I'm trying to think of what else I have to say about it I I was really genuinely fascinated by this uh, uh, conversation with Gaga from Modern Guns and I uh, kind of I I talked to a, a few kids about kind of what what uh, your ambitions are as a band uh, from a place like Jakarta because. As you imagine, it's probably very frustrating to even be a European band in some respects, because uh, in it, everybody would like to get to the United States if if not, you know, at least once, right? Just because it's something for the bucket list, and <clears throat> European bands, even really great ones, 
sometimes can't get any purchase in the U.S. And we've talked That's about right. it a lot. But That's right. Uh, because Americans are very spoiled and they only want to, they only like bands that they know that they're going to see. And uh, certain bands, um, you know, Raw Brigade, for example, uh, 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 Higher Power, uh, have have really made an effort to to penetrate the U.S. and continue doing it over and over again, even at probably really great expense to them, you know. And but the reason is they know that Americans only care about things that that, that they're going to see, and uh, I think it must be really frustrating. And this is the impression that I got from from uh, uh, some people in Jakarta. It's frustrating, probably, to to be um, kind of at the top of your game, uh, but getting getting the, the you know the largest market in the world uh, for for the type of music that you're playing, get, getting them to pay any attention to you is is not easy. You're, you're going to stay for for the heads, basically, uh, in in the U S unless you can tour it all the time, which is just totally impractical. And I don't know. I just, uh, talking to some kids out there, just like, I, I, I felt that because I, I remember, and Tom, this is probably like a, a memory that you can really access when you are young in a band, Europe is the, Europe is the thing. And, yeah. and when you, and when you can't, when you feel like you can't get there and we've seen hardcore go through different eras where at one point it was, you were popping if you could get to Europe and then Europe became oversaturated where you were just, you could get to Europe if you were a band. Um, mm-hmm. Right. And, then we, came, we have a demo out. We're there. I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> then it was like, Oh, bands are just, there's bands who just exist only to tour Europe, Europe and don't, don't right. hit the U S. Yep. That's right. Uh, and, and now I think <sighs> it's, now I think that the uh, the offers coming out of Europe for a number of reasons are are not as strong. So I think it's I think it's going back to the point where uh, it's kind of a touch. There's a touch of exclusivity or whatever, or, or you could be locked out of it at least. And uh, so that memory of of oh I really want to go there. What what do I have to do to go there? I think is interesting to see through the lens of somebody from Southeast Asia about the United States rather than an American yeah. trying to trying to do Europe or Australia, you know? Yeah. It's a good point. It is a totally different thing. And the U S don't make it easy. of getting into no, the country. The, I mean, the, listen, as, as consumers of music, we're fucking stupid assholes. You know well, I mean? that, I mean, and the government doesn't make it easy to just like, come on over. How many bands do you know? Like, that have like major tours like canceled because like, Oh, our visas didn't get approved or they're fucking, you know, yeah, whenever one guy happen, got arrested, or you know, yeah. When, whenever I see that happen, I feel deep anxiety for the promoter or booking agent or whoever was responsible for navigating. Like, imagine being a DIY promoter trying to bring over a Swedish band, and you've never done it before, and you have to navigate this bullshit immigration process and visa process or whatever. And y- you, if you don't dot the I you're out right. the money that you spent and the band yep. is yep. eternally mad at you. I mean, yeah, think about like you're in close. our time, a lot of times, like we didn't get paperwork. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We just oh, said yeah. we were oh, yeah. driving through 
Toronto right. to get to Buffalo or whatever. Like we we weren't, That's you know, right. like we were going to Europe. Yeah. We were just like, on, like, don't fucking bring anything. Just yeah. F- for anybody for that, uh, I, I don't know if I ever run into this type of person, but it, but for anybody that uh, doubts my uh, DIY credentials, I have done every form of illegal touring. <laughs> so, so, I I have I have a hundred percent here. Let me incriminate myself. Statute of limitations is yeah, bona fides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Look at you. I, I, I have a hundred percent toward Europe and the UK illegally. I have a hundred percent toward uh, Canada illegally. Everybody, this was many years ago, and uh, in the case Fucking of Patty Klein, thing is listening. Here. This is for yeah. Seriously, you just got uh, Razor Cake gave you an award, and then uh, you got the heart attack man of the year going yeah. for your cell well, here. Good job, here's boy. Here's my here's my point is it, this is uh this was very normal for a very long time. You, you very know, normal. It, it was just uh, the way these things worked. Yes. And uh and probably still probably still do to a large extent. You, you know like uh, I I'm sure that I'm I'm sure that there's DIY touring that is uh completely um I guess we'll say under the table so to speak but uh it it uh Hey there, I am Johnny Christ from Avenged Sevenfold, and I've got a podcast called Drinks with Johnny you're going to want to check out. I sit down with a bunch of different people from all different walks of life, from professional wrestlers to actors, comedians, fighters, musicians, everything in between. I'm just looking to make some friends and have a good time doing it. So if that sounds like something you're into, go check out Drinks with Johnny, streaming everywhere now. I think that obviously you can't do that when going to indonesia and places like that because when you don't basically when you don't speak the language at all you don't want to you don't want to get things fucked up you know what i mean like you it it is uh it's very frustrating to be in a circumstance i can't lawyer with people who don't speak my language i i can i can turn on the lawyer a little bit when uh, tom says no i can turn on the lawyer a little bit (laughs) when dude goes to school for religious studies and he thinks he's a fucking lawyer what is this no listen uh, Oh, let me say it like this. I can Karen out on people that speak my That's language. That's correct. Humanities gives uh, – humanities department of every uh, liberal arts school really pushes the confidence level through the roof, Tom. I'll tell you what. Yes. I'm sure. So, but, but when people don't speak my language, it's very difficult to kind of uh, – Let them know what your privilege is. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, don't you know I – mean, it's also, I mean, I'm just talking about my <laughs> customs experience now. It's difficult to know. Now I'm picturing, I'm picturing Patrick ask the custom guy, let me speak to your manager. I get like that. hundred percent. I get like that, <laughs> but uh, you never know what's too far. You know what I mean? And in countries, yeah. in countries that'll incarcerate you for, for things that they won't incarcerate you for in the West, uh, y- you, you really want to make sure that you, uh, have uh, that you're official you know <laughs> you want to make sure that things are right uh go going the right way um they made a anyway, tv show my... locked up abroad you don't want to get caught out there yeah no i've said yeah uh, it's true it's true that's my uh jakarta scene report uh Jesus. thank you to every thank you to everybody there who was uh, uh super kind to me an Ooh. hour in an hour in well i listen I, um, i'm sure jakarta is i'm sure jakarta is interesting to a lot of our listeners Tom, sure. yeah, I heard, I heard a bird from the word 
that uh, a couple bands stomped up Brooklyn the other night. Is this correct? Yeah. So I met this wonderful guy named Jaja. Oh. Um, on Montrose. He was a real knee slapper. Yeah. Real nice guy. Uh, no. Yeah. So yesterday at Monarch, which was Saturday, it was Roll Call, Wild Side, Age of Apocalypse, 108 Judge. Damn. Um, good show. 108 was awesome. Vic, Vic is still weird. Oh, yeah. Um, played. I'm pretty sure he played without distortion the whole time. Really? He played like clean <laughs> guitar, which is a little weird. Okay. A little strange. Damn, Shorty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, Kate played the full set with them, which was awesome. She looked like she was that having a ball. Awesome. Um, I don't know that's who really the drummer cool. is. It's not Mike Justinian, uh-huh. or just like the dude that's in Madball that was in like Red Chord and Unearth. Like he's been in One Away forever, but it wasn't him. So I don't know who was playing drums. Uh-huh. Um, but they sounded great. They played fucking. Th- I, they played um, Curse of Instinct, and I thought of everybody, the three of us on this podcast. How we talk about that, like how. That that'll be like our, our you know like when we full, go full Joker that'll be the the theme song. It's a good yeah, it's a good full Joker theme song. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I thought it was great. Vic broke his guitar, mm-hmm. so then he had to use Kate's guitar, and then Kate was using Charlie from Judge's guitar, and it was a very harried situation. Um, Judge was Judge sounded better than they sounded in a very long time. Oh yeah, Angel Apocalypse got a big that. reaction. It was cool. It was a good show. Um. Yeah, it was at the Monarch. Pretty decent crowd. It was. It was cool. Now, uh, not full, full, but pretty full. And yeah, you know, I'll put people's dirt on the street. Probably half full. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's. I was gonna say. I, I felt like seeing that lineup. Good mix of new and old, but. I don't that's know. That's a very big room. Yeah, that's that's the issue. This is, this ain't even about those bands. It's just a big room. That's a big room to fill. There's probably seven hundred yeah. people there, but like, right. how we how can we be mad about seven hundred people at the show? Damn, damn. Right. But when the room fits twelve hundred, it's rough. Yeah, this is that's why right. I I don't know. Listen, I don't know whose decision it was to go into this room. Uh, I'm sure that getting uh, you know very 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 part time bands to. Uh, uh, to play is not, you know, you have to make not financial cheap. sense. Yeah, yeah, you have to make financial sense, but there's no space for that though. Where where are they going? No, Meadows is like four hundred. Yeah, they need, need something bigger than that. You, yeah. uh, well, you need, in my view, the best possible outcome for that show is relatively high ticket price, mm-hmm. five hundred cap room, uh, and a very full five hundred cap room when they play very full 500 cap room that just pops and everybody has a good memory of it. That that's, but you know, for, for again, everybody, there's practical concerns about uh, getting uh, adults who are spread all over to uh, uh, play a one-off. It's got to make fun. I mean, it was a weekend. Okay. So, Oh, where else do they play? Boston and in Connecticut. But I mean, also keep it. So you're saying like, Oh, 500 cap. I mean, the ticket, I think, with fees and everything, it was like $38. Okay. Yeah. So by you going, like, we'll do a 500 cap, you're leaving, you know, eight grand on the table. I know. I know. Listen. So, like, and that's cool because that you're thinking as the guy in the crowd. 
I'm I'm for the band. They're right, gonna be like, I know I'll take another four thousand uh, dollars. You know what though? I'm for I'm the, gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I can speak on this with uh, some stakes for myself. Uh, already fighting booking agents about the drug church headliner because we are we are underplaying in most or many shows for this exact purpose so that people have more fun at the shows. And yes, we are leaving many, many thousands of dollars on the table. Uh, and now who, is that your is, idea or is the whole band on, on board and you're and well, I'd like to thank drain for this. Uh, Dr- drain mm. really uh, confirmed this in our mind. Uh, so drain drains agent, uh, uh, max to his credit, uh, he really fought for venues, uh, to go no barrier. Um, but yeah, true. Uh, th- this is not, th- this is putting people's, uh, kind of, uh, business in the street in a way, uh, that that's not easy. And it's also plainly impossible over a certain size. And, uh, so you have to balance you have to balance uh kind of what size rooms you want to play versus uh it's it's a you know is it more important that everybody has a great time and they come to the next show or is it more important that uh you know you don't have to explain to your partner that you 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 missed out on 10 grand right individ- individually because on a tour because but the shows you- were so lit yeah, 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 but the show right, was cool. So that's late. not going to pay the cable bill, you dill hole. Now, you know what though? Right. What Drain did on that tour, and I mean, yo, this is we're singling out Drain. There's other bands who do this, but yeah, shout out to them. That tour was a downhill snowball, right? Like it gained momentum, and it was the kind of thing where I think shows in week three benefited from the decision to do that in week one. Because it yeah, made it a, ah, uh, you know what? Maybe I was on the fence. Every one of these shows looks so damn hype. I got to be there. I got to go to this show now. And that yeah. meant <clears throat> that, yeah, the show in LA was cool. But then a couple weeks later, the show in Fort Worth was cool. And then the show in Atlanta DC was cool. Is, is you know, everywhere, everything. It's just one of those things. Yeah, exactly. Like, it builds. And so, I mean, those decisions, it's both. Now someone could accuse you of just lighting money on fire and they might be right. They're right. But in the, <laughs> in the long term, it's like, yo, I don't remember. Whatever. You know, I've seen a ton of shows. The ones that stick out are the shows that just were so goddamn awesome as a audience member, as just somebody going to the show that makes a difference. And it kind of, some of those things end up being the long-term difference of being like, yeah, this is one of the best bands. This was, this was a, this was a band that not only put out tracks, but was a must of the moment. And, you know, I think drain pushed themselves there or pushing themselves there with some of those choices on tour. And I mean, you know, you, you get to do those things and it's one of those things for people in bands to understand you have those decisions you can make, you have the agency, are there sacrifices that go along with that? Well, of course there are. You don't want a barrier? Okay, that venue saying, no thanks, we don't care. That means the check that you're getting might be smaller, full stop. Okay, what does that mean, I mean to you? What does that mean to the whole experience? Look, look it, for, for practical purposes, for people at home, let me put it like this. If you can, uh, 
Uh, now I'd like everybody to put themselves in the mind of somebody who uh, tours um, uh, full time or or very near full time, right? So you're talking about somebody who their job. It, yeah, it's their job, uh, and you can play a uh, twelve hundred cap uh, and and fill seven, but get that really strong guarantee that comes that's associated with twelve hundred cap, uh, or you can play for significantly less money, but a guaranteed good time uh, in a 500 cap. Um, now place yourself in the mind of somebody who has to come home and pay, pay rent for the next three months off of uh, y- 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 your touring. Um, yep. It is uh, it's obviously an equation. Uh, there's some, there's some calculus to be done here. So uh I'm not. I wonder. I'm do, not do you think this is going to be a change? Like, do you think this will be like a kind of huge change in, like, someone's going to figure out the way to be like, we can bring these shows to twenty five hundred caps, but here's what it entails: we need to bring fucking an X amount dollar insurance policy. It's going to. Like, do you think this will be like a sea change that we're like, someone's going to have to figure it out. Like whether it be the turnstiles, whether it be drain, whether it be drug charge fiddlehead, someone's going to have to figure out like, because like drain can stay at this level forever and, and be able to manage everything, but they're not going to, they're going to be bigger. And it's almost, like you said, it's impossible to so- get into a 3000 cap room Without a barrier, like they're not going to do it for insurance reasons. There's no way DIY spot or not. So, 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 uh, or independent, not DIY, like an independent. No, no, yeah, yeah. Giant room, like they're not going to do that because it's a fucking liability. So, so Turnstile and Knocked Loose, to my knowledge, uh, both uh, carry their own individual liability insurance for injury at shows, right? And uh, Drug Church. is I think we're going to pay 10 grand on our next fucking uh, uh, headliner to the the way that it works. My understanding is um, you pay for a year at a time and you have to estimate the amount of shows that you're playing and uh, the exposure, right? Your quote is, yeah, your quote is based on that. So then if you go overage on that, then there's fees associated, right? Uh-huh. Does it manage about capacities? Does it, does that factor into it? Yes. Oh, okay. that's a good, that's yes. a good question. All that stuff. Has to. Yes. It has to. hundred percent. If you play no 200 problem. shows in front of 15 people, they don't even, like. So, so, so live event and, and those kind of policies, they want to know figures and they don't, they're going to base it on thresholds and auditing will include like the receipts, but just to get a policy, as long as it's in range. I mean, even whether it's a one-off event type liability insurance or if it's an actual policy, like a term policy, like Patrick's speaking about. Yeah, that stuff's very real. Sorry, continue. No, no worries. So, is it, it, because I'm I'm a, I'm somewhat ignorant. I just started chasing this this past summer, uh, l- tr- trying to figure out you know exactly how to do this because again. Uh, we didn't have any major injuries on any of the tours that we've done uh, this, this past few years or past year. But I think Chicago, a kid shattered his leg, like, you know, bone sticking oh. out, stuff like that. And, and you, you want to be, you want to, firstly, you don't want anybody to get hurt, hurt at shows. I mean, look like th- this is a whole heavy conversation, but there's, I never want to see anybody hurt. Uh, I think I've said this before. I'm getting, I'm getting older and I start seeing, some of the younger people in the crowd is they could legitimately be my kids. So I, I, I don't mm-hmm. want to see anybody 
uh, hurt. It's just a terrible thing. But then there's also the selfish thing that I don't want to see anybody hurt because uh, you're fucking my day up. And then, uh, so, but whatever it is, I still want to give people the opportunity to, of their own volition, engage with. Now, I don't necessarily, I've been on record as saying I don't necessarily consider Drug Church a hardcore band, but I want people to engage with the best parts of live music, the best parts of, 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 what we do and uh to yeah. me that is state to me that's stage diving to me that's movement to me that, that, that there's a whole thing that you're, you're missing out on if that's not part of the experience so uh to people who are available to that and want to do that i want them to be able to so uh yeah not that we're fucking martyrs or anything but i'm being uh, i i we've discussed it as a band you're gonna be the change well no not at all i'm not ne- never now but do you think has anyone spoken to the venues being like, yo, uh, if we walk in with this policy, will you move the barrier? Are you indemnified or, or do they need to match it? Like, how does this work? Right. So we should actually have an expert on to talk about that because th- th- there's uh, there's still venues that are going to tell you no. Right. Like there's still right. venues that'll, that'll say no. 1000%. Um, 1000%. So, Cause there's, it's different parties. There's different culpability. So, uh, right, you're safe, licensed, but yeah. Someone who's licensed in insurance, but a very different form, um, <clears throat> essentially the way, and this is easy to understand, is that there's different parties that someone could go after for liability, right? Like, well, there's right. the people, the, the place it's at, the venue, there's the people promoting the show, if it's a company or if it's an individual. I'll be honest. Uh, like, look, I, I'm taking this out of the hardcore world. And there's a whole conversation to have about the real thing is if you're going to a hardcore show, maybe you don't need to be litigious if you know what you did was on you, but that's a different conversation. On a liability, insurance, et cetera level, there's the venue, there's the promoter, there's the artist, the act performing. Some of that feels like a stretch. You know what I mean? There's also like, how did the injury happen? Was it due to the security guard? Well, that person could be personally liable. Was it another participant was it a guy who swung his hand and fractured her orbital lobe well you could hold that person uh both personally civilly liable but also potentially criminally right so those things all factor in and you know uh in these situations um without getting specific quite often if someone's looking to uh go after someone they go after all parties Right, and then and hopefully some people will settle or fucking fall away or whatever, but they're going to throw everything at the wall and see. So, see like, Drug sticks. Church may be safe, but, like, the venue's not going to be safe or whatever. Like. That, and that's what a lot of venues, because you asked that great question. I think it is a great question. Would some venues be like, well, okay, you're going to take that responsibility? They might try to um, uh, basically say that, hey, we'll take the barricade down but the artist assumes all responsibility liability liability, right like there's a uh what is that that it's a there's a specific uh basically uh like an indemnification agreement kind of thing the complete and that's exactly right the the indemnification there's another term for it i'm not remembering but it's fully indemnified from any responsibility uh and that is the kind of thing where they would potentially ask like, Hey, okay. Artist drug church in this example, 
uh, sure, sure, sure. But here, sign off on this. And that's where it's like, uh, do we feel comfortable saying that? You know, what happens if your security guard macks someone in the head? Are we, yeah. are you on the hook for that? You know, and it's like, oh, all of a sudden it's a lose-lose, you know? Right. Oh, and I mean, yeah. now, especially with the scene becoming younger and younger by the day. Yep. Like, it used to be like, newer, uh, you, newer. you broke yeah. your fucking arm. You go, that eh, was shitty. My insurance will cover it, whatever. Now you're going home. Kids' parents are going to be like, wait, what happened? Oh, I staged over and I clipped my leg on a barrier and I broke my ankle. They're going to be like, who played? Drug church. Yep. Where was this? Fucking wherever. You know, yep. music hall of fucking Alabama. Okay. Yep. Uh, who put that show on? Fucking Joe Smith. Okay. Like, Joe Smith. The parents are not sure, going to sure. let it slide. Like, back in it, I mean, not to sound like in my day, but like, you know how many people I know that got hurt at CBGBs? Like that, like CB should have been like, I had a friend that slipped and cut himself. There was like an aluminum piece in the middle of the dance floor. Yes. That, like, you, mean, you, mean, you, you mean on the floor, right? Yes. Like literally like in the in, middle. Yeah. In the yeah, floor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he cut himself on that, like slice his back open. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Or like who got fucking moshed into and got fucking faces broken or arms broken or you know, and it's like, uh, yeah, okay. People went home or like, I was an idiot or like, I went there knowing that, but like in, in today's like more litigious world, like that's not going to slide. Like your yeah. parents' insurance may cover all your, you know, things, but like they're going to want their pound of flesh. Yeah. That's, that's uh, like, where I, yeah. I fall into the con- conversation here where I, on a personal perspective, I think that it's, Hardcore is not a place. There should be some self-actualized, like, uh, personal responsibility. And, and like, this gets weird. It's a weird conversation to have. But the idea that you're entering this premise. And, you know, you guys know me. I'm, I'm the first to be like, yo, man, I don't like when hardcore is used as an excuse for violence, senseless, hurting someone sure, else, blah, sure, blah, sure, blah, sure. any of that stuff. But on the flip side of that coin, look, you're entering an area where there's a lot of things you can't protect. Yo, man, I think there's a lot of dudes out here who should get CBGB's tattoos on their lower back because there's a lot of slip discs just from falling off that <laughs> stage, walking on that crooked-ass floor. Jesus Christ, my back hurts thinking about falling at CBs. That shit sucks. Um, but never once, never once, never once has it crossed my mind to sue a venue, sue a promoter, sue a band, sue an individual who knocked me sideways during a cover or doing during a song at a show. Like, yo, man, I had a real bad busted up nose uh, during some band who covered Breakdown at Casino Skate Park in like 98 or 99. Never did I go, man. I better, I better find out who did. This. Who cares, man? That's that's on me. I was in that pit. That's what it was. That's just what it is. I mean, listen. I, no, no, I agree with you fully, and I wish that everybody held that view because it would make my life easier. But uh, that's true. I don't nope. know. I, I'm a yeah. Regarding the the trade off that bands have to make, um, you also asked how do venues approach this? We had multiple yeah. venues. I won't say which tour cause I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but um, say to us, Hey, like cool, cool venue owners, like dudes who are, who are from a thing that we would recognize would oh, say the world. Yeah. They'd say, Hey, um, 
I can get rid of the barrier if you want. And, and, and you'd say, you sure? And they'd say, yeah, you'd be careful. And you'd say, I'll be yeah. as careful as yeah. I could be. Yeah. But yeah. that's, that's somebody who is risking it at all so that people have a yes. good time Correct. at their, Correct. at their venue. Cause they've already sold, we've already sold the room. You know what right. I mean? There's, there's well, here's no my question to too, though. It, knowing how litigious stuff is like you can put on like the back of a baseball ticket that, you know, you may get struck by a batted ball or a fucking yeah, a, sure. a wayward yeah. bat or whatever. And that, and, and like, I get hit with a fucking line drive, like by Pete Alonzo and Mets go, well, you, you, when you bought the ticket, you like bought the ride. Said, yeah. <laughs> why? Like, why right. don't more people like put on the back? Like, if you stage, like, you know, they put no stage yeah. diving, which has become like a meme that you're like, oh, fuck you. I'm at a punk show. I'm going right. to fucking stage dive. If they put more like, I mean, like we always joke about the Albany, like sign this, this waiver when you walk yeah. into the Q2 yeah. kind yeah. of yeah. thing. Yeah. But like, I wonder why there's not more like, if you choose choose to stage dive, if you choose to mosh, whether it be right. a fucking you know the fucking brick DM the brick hall that we all went to and and DAV yeah yeah the, I was gonna call it DMV I was it's not DMV yeah. the brick DAV like every like to, from that to the fucking you know four thousand caps why don't they have that on the back of a ticket to be like it's all at your own risk you're not going to see Coldplay you're going to see Drain someone may mosh into you someone may land on you. Yeah, well, right, there's there's, right, right. There, there's another thing going on there too, where uh, I this is me speaking very honestly, uh, and in a way I probably shouldn't. Uh, I open myself up for additional liability by encouraging uh, certain behaviors. That's so, right. More stage uh, dives. Well, we so, talked right. about that. Like you're kind of in, in bringing it on yourself by like making something like in, enticing someone to do that. Yes, and. And, you know, as with my sensibilities and, and moral compass in this world, I, I see every individual as responsible for their own behavior, full stop. And that, uh, that's, but that's not going to help me in a court of law. No, no. <laughs> unfortunately, I mean? court doesn't see that way. No, I mean, Patrick, I, I shout out to the people watching this video on Patreon. We, we love you. This is the first time we're doing this, I think. So um, the, the face you made. It's this telling you talked about the cool venue owner, the the of the world venue owner who's doing the hey, I I I can get rid of the venue for you guys. And you're like, Are you sure? And there's the pregnant pause. Yeah. yeah. Just be careful. I've heard that exact transaction. I've heard it verbalized. I've heard I've been on both ends of it, to be honest. And you feel the risk and weight in what they're saying and how they're saying it. And that's just what I want people to realize. I want everyone to stage dive. I want everyone to mosh. I want everyone to have that thrill, full stop. I don't care how old you are. I don't care if it's your first show, your hundredth show, your thousandth show. Uh, Do what feels right for you. Do it. Music brings you to it. Do it. That said... The other side is I hope people like we talk about this, the the QE2 waiver, right? Yo, that shit ain't worth the paper it's printed on in a court of law. You know what I mean? But you're you're, you're getting underage people to sign, like, unless their parents are signing off and that shit don't mean nothing. That's right. right. And people probably writing Peter Pan and, you know, Joe Blow and all that shit. So that said, Glenn Falls, whatever. um, I never thought that that was a full name. (laughs) 
that that puts it in their head that hey uh be responsible for yourself you know your actions are your actions take responsibility and i think that's part and that probably and may you know there's plenty of foolish people out there but you give benefit of the doubt and you say hey this is actually as important as having this flimsy piece of paper that really don't mean shit you know what i mean like me and you can write a contract on a piece of paper and say, Hey, I wrote, if you eat, if Patrick eats uh, a vegan donut on the next tour, you owe me a million dollars. And we both signed it. That's a contract. Fucking no, it's not bro. Like what are we talking about? You know, like that just isn't what it is. So I don't know. I agree too, though. There's the Mets signing off on that, the, like the, the baseball thing. And there's all that stuff. I want it to be understood. If you hear this sound of our voices, all that, if you're at a hardcore show, if you're at a live music event that encourages these kind of behaviors, enjoy it. Be aware of it. Also be aware you're choosing to be a part of that. And I have, with rare exception, the one out of 100, if not one out of 500, if not one out of 1,000 shows, been in a situation where you were unavoidably a part of the action. Right, Tom, you can speak to this too. Pat, you can speak to this. If you don't want to be a part of the action, you don't want someone to stage dive on you, you find a place. You don't want someone moshing into you, you can find a place. You don't want to be up front singing along, have a mic smashed in your face, have someone's foot in your face, you can find a place. Where you are is under your control. All these things. So You're in the drop zone, baby. That's right. I give credit to the bands who are being conscientious of this. It's a a survival thing. It's a self... uh, it's a protective measure. It's unfortunate that it's, uh, it's unfortunate that there's a perception it's necessary, but I also don't disagree with it at all for when you hit a certain size, the risk uh, could be the endeavor. But I think we're talking about it as, as like veterans of this and having experiences and knowing like, I stood up first front once. Some dude landed on me. And I, I couldn't move my neck for a month and a half. We know oh, that. Oh. I think there's so yep. many younger people that have learned this, you know, watched it on the internet. Did I ever tell you this? I think I told, I might have told the story. Like, we played, not to be like, here's my story, but we played a no, wonderful please. show in Albany, New York at mm. Valentine's with, and Pat could talk about MPB and, and Valentine's in the early aughts. Pretty oh, wild. Right, pretty crazy. And we were opening for the movie life and Thursday. Because Thursday likes hardcore and they liked us and they asked us to play. Like we did a weekend with them. So Mm -hmm. we played and there were definitely people up front waiting for Thursday. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. Right. Not know what was coming. Yeah. 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 And then people like also went above and beyond to like make sure like they were dicks. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Years That's later, I'm sitting in my friend's living room, and her his roommate's like, "Yeah, I remember we drove up to Albany because I loved Thursday. We went to go see Thursday. He's like, and this fucking band opened, and all their fans attacked us. <laughs> and I go, well, because you didn't realize what was coming. Right. If you were like someone who had done that before, you'd be like, you know, like if I'm standing up front, and I'm like, I really can't wait to see the fucking Get Up Kids or whatever. But it's like. Oh, oh! Like Shattered Realm is in, uh, is on the stage right before them. I know their shows get wild. 
I'll probably get out of the way. Just let people have their fun and not be. In the- I feel like there's so many younger people that like don't realize that like that first show because we talked about this like one of the first like I think it was God's Hate mm-hmm. played a show like pretty soon there after the pandemic at like that midnight hour place and like there were definitely That's younger right. kids that had no idea that like That's saw right. it on like TikTok. I was like I can't wait and then like. People get fucking wild, and they're like, "Oh Jesus, we didn't know this was this. It was gonna be like this." Also, at the judge show yesterday, I saw several people dressed up with like makeup and stuff on. Remember how Pat was like, "People dress up like clowns." There were a lot of people, and I was like, "Oh, maybe because Halloween. It wasn't called Halloween. It was just people dressing up." The juggalos have won. God bless them. God bless them. But listen. On Patreon, I, here's what I suggest for Patreon. <laughs> yeah, we, we we expand on this notion of uh, liability and injury and talk about the furry assault. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, we do. Yeah, okay. So let's do that. I think we close the episode right here. Patrick gave the wonderful uh, tourism board slogan for Jakarta. And Tom returned in kind, maybe a, a personal thank you to Patrick and his his roots of 518 and said that for Albany's Board of Tourism, above and beyond to be dicks, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, this is Albany, New York. Cool.